This is The Varsity, a sports podcast from The Record North Shore, your nonprofit local news site. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the latest episode of The Varsity Podcast, a podcast where we discuss everything involving North Shore high school sports. From the Friday Night Drive, I'm Michael Dwojek here with the Record North Shore founding member Joe Coughlin as we uh, get you all caught up on everything that's going on here. And we have um, um, another fun episode. These are always, uh, every episode is fun, obviously, but uh, these episodes are always fun when we got to get an opportunity to talk about a state championship. And that's exactly what happened um, this past week where Nutrier Green uh, Boys Hockey won a state title. So um, we'll talk about that in the first quarter. We're going to do our regular four quarter format, talk about a state title, uh, Loyola Gold also, I mean, sorry, Loyola Girls Hockey also competed in the state title game. So um, we'll talk about them in the first quarter as well. And Loyola football has a new head coach, so we'll hit on that in the first quarter. Um, so uh, a pretty jam-packed first quarter there. Um, in the second quarter, we are going to be joined by new Trier Green forward Landon Dowden. Dow hit, Dow hit, sorry. Um, and in the third quarter, we're going to uh, play our weekly game of Way or No Way. Uh, fourth quarter, we'll just wrap up and talk about some of the spring events that have happened so far. Um, obviously, I know the weather hasn't been great so far, but um, I know that we've got some volleyball, um, some girls soccer matches, and some some baseball and softball matches kind of got in there as well. So uh, we'll touch on that in the fourth quarter. But um, why don't we get things started here in the first quarter, um, talk about um, a state title and that's um, it was a redemption story for Nutrier Green. Um, you know, they came close uh, losing um, in the HA High Red Varsity semifinals last year to St. Viator. Um, Nutrier Green is usually used to, uh, you know, competing for state titles at least. And to not get there, um, they kind of really lit a fire for the Trevians. And uh, they got back to the top, uh, taking down York 2 to nothing on Sunday at the United Center to win their 16th state title. Um, Joe, obviously, we didn't hit hit on them too much, um, you know, during the beginning portion of the season, as we always like to talk about. It's a long season, but um, this Nutria Green team just seemed like it was dominant from the beginning, and um, to be able to finish a dominant season with the state title, obviously, uh, makes it a really cool season for all these kids. Yeah, they were really just a really high-powered team this year, throughout the year. Um I'm not did they hit 50 wins? They were right around there. I think they actually had over. Yeah, they almost hit 60 wins uh, with just six losses, a um, couple ties. Um, pretty crazy. Um, so uh, very good team, a lot of firepower. And they just really dominated kids and, and dominated kids, dominated other teams um, across the state. And um, this game seemed um, – the good hockey, but Nutria was in control. I think they scored in the first and then added insurance in the third, but really um, dominated a lot of the, the play. Um, they've got uh, All-State goalkeeper, too, who, who posted the clean shape, uh, slate. So uh, really good team. And they talked about how their expectations are to win a state title. Um, and even under first-year coach Adam Cheris, he's been with the program for a while, so he knows that. And um, kind of that tradition of winning and, and being right there at the top um, is, is I, yeah, it's expected for them. And 
the motivation from last year just kind of maybe that led into a team with you know almost had 60 wins this season which is pretty cool yeah um like you mentioned earlier doubted uh scored with 645 left in the second period to give Nutrier a one nothing lead um and then Aiden Nolan had an insurance goal uh five minutes left in the third period to help Nutrier win um its uh state title um like you mentioned obviously drew uh Drudolph uh, or in the shutout um, in goal for the Trevians. But um, just a game where Nutria Green really was able to dominate, really um, create a lot of opportunities. And we talked about this when we kind of previewed this game, but um, Nutria dominated um, York the entire season. Um, they won all their previous matchups and uh, kind of played that into, uh, you know, doing that again at the biggest game of the season. Um, and, uh, it didn't seem like the guys had any nerves. I think that's the biggest thing you hear from, uh, Landon later on in the second period, but, um, it seemed like these guys were ready for this opportunity. Um, and they're really, you know, ready to just, you know, kind of redeem themselves after not getting to the level that they wanted to last season. Yeah. Um, being, whether it's, uh, disappointed or uh, whatever that is, it can go, you know, whatever that feeling is after the loss last year, it can code a couple of different ways in how it affects your team. And this one, it, you said it right when it lit a fire, it really got them, whether it was playing angry or just playing more focused, probably a little bit of both um, and wanted to get back to the top. And they proved that, yeah, the way they dominated kind of the, the other top teams in the league uh, was really special. I think, I think they may have, Taking one tough loss to like a Glenbrook, but I mean, the record speaks for itself. It's 59 and six. Um, so they really just took care of business all season long. And, but it don't mean a thing without that ring. So they, they finished at the top. How big was it? You know, just, you, you talked about it earlier, first year coach uh, Cherish is taking over. How big is it to kind of continue what Moulton was able to build with the program? Obviously, I know Cherish had experience with the program, but how big is that to kind of continue the treasure, the you know, the treasured legacy of um, Nutria Green hockey in the first season, just being able to uh, uh, win a state title there and kind of continue what this program is used to doing? Yeah, I think just using context clues, you know, they stayed internal, and that was a strategic decision. Not that Cherish doesn't didn't earn the position; of course, he did. Um, but there's other great coaches around there. And I think they just wanted to kind of build from the ground up. They had a, they've got a great system and a great program that, you know, the proof is in the pudding with the winning, um, you know, year over year. So this, uh, staying with Adam Cheris, um, kind of kept that in-house, um, culture and all that good stuff, uh, rolling forward. And yeah, Moulton did so much for so long and, um, Moved on to Highland Park hockey, but uh, for Nutrier, keeping it in-house, I think was, um, I guess, you know, you'd call it a smart move just because they want to stay title, so you can't call it anything but. Right. Um, so big for Nutrier to win uh, a state title. They kind of um, scoreless in the first period. Nutrier kind of regrouped and um, kind of played more self-assured, according to um, our reporter, Mike Clark, who was at the game on Sunday. Um, how much do you feel like that kind of experience, Joe, kind of helps Nutria Green in this kind of game where, you know, you got the nerves, you're playing at the United Center, you know, it's a it's a really cool environment for anyone who's never been to a game there, you know, it's a really fun environment for the kids, but um, obviously there are nerves, I mean, they do player introductions, they do all the the whole nine yards, and um, 
how much do you feel like that experience kind of helped Nutrier here um, kind of battle off the nerves in the first period where um, they obviously uh, were able to score in the second period and kind of take control of the game there? Yeah, I guess it it would have to help. You know, they they were pretty senior heavy. All three of their all state forwards uh, are seniors, uh, so right from their top line and and throughout their lines, they got um, a lot of experience and being in these situations and playing against the top competition. So, you know, they've been to the UC. Actually, you know what? Uh, last year they didn't make it. And two years ago, I believe they had to go to Wisconsin to play the state title game. Um, because of COVID restrictions in the area. Right. Um, so it's been a while since they've been to the UC. The kids would have been would have been freshmen the last time. So, But like I said, it's an expectation and a culture to be there. I think, you know, it comes with expectations. So um, built in with that is kind of feeling comfortable in those spots or uh, they won't have the success they do. Right. Um, well, congratulations to Nutrier Green on another state title, obviously. Um, very used to it, um, used to winning state titles, but it doesn't mean that it takes away anything from what they're able to accomplish. And um, like we've talked about in the past, hockey continues to grow in the state. So um, it's not like they're playing bad teams or anything like that to win the state title. They're playing good teams, good opponents. So uh, congratulations to the Trevians on another great season and another state championship. Uh, Loyola girls played for a state title on Sunday morning at the United Center as well. Um, like we talked about heading into the matchup, um, Loyola faced a tough pass playing against the bearing team team that has just dominated the entire season and dominated, um, in the postseason. And, uh, the Phillies continued with that, um, on Sunday, again, taking down the Ramblers six to nothing. Um, but again, um, a really cool opportunity for Loyola to play at this game. And also, um, a really cool opportunity for Loyola to, you know, finish second in the state, um, something not to look down upon, Joe. No, not at all. And, and like we talked about last week, they had to kind of turn on the Jets to make that run to the UC, um, and they did. And, and they just ran into a buzzsaw, as did everyone else in the state with the, with what Barrington was able to put on the ice this year. Um, they really dominated throughout the year with wire to wire. Um, they took down um, all the competition, but also Nutrier in the semis, I believe. And now Loyola with a 6-0 win. So, I mean, I I think you could say they earned every at every step of the way Barrington did. And, and Loyola, um, I mean, I think getting to the UC was a big deal. Um, seeing as how at one point in the season, I think Coach talked about it, was a little unsure of where they were um, in their potential. And then they stepped up their game. Um, had to win the, the final few games before the postseason to get there. Um, you know, only eight teams make the girls' tournament. And then uh, they they had an upset in the semis um, to get to the final. So incredible run for Loyola girls. Yeah, uh, Loyola had to win their last three regular season games to uh, clinch a berth uh, with the num- postseason berth with the number three seed, then beat number six Maine four to three, and then number two Fenwick four to two to make it to the state title game. But um, obviously, maybe not the way that they wanted to end, wanted to end the season. Um, but uh, still a really cool accomplishment for the Ramblers to, you know, make the state title game. Barrington able to get them again. Uh, Barrington beat Loyola 3-1 to in the Metro League uh, Tournament final in February, so um, some familiarity there, but still another successful season for uh, the Ramblers being able to make it to uh, both, you know, obviously the uh, league tournament final, but also the state championship final, so congratulations to the Ramblers there. 
All right, before we move on to the second quarter, we are going to talk about a news dump that happened after the podcast yeah. was recorded. And uh, that was that Loyola hired um, former player, former coach, uh, Bo Deschereau as its new uh, football coach to take over for John Holosek. John, obviously, uh, stepping down from the program in December after winning another state title with the program, his third um, back in November in Champaign. Um, Joe, how surprised, I guess let's start here. How surprised were you by the hiring? Um, you know, I was, but I don't put that on anybody but myself. You know, you're looking at um, some maybe coaches that are out there as well as coaches on the staff. And Bo wasn't on the staff recently. So I just kind of overlooked folks. So any surprise was uh, on on my end. I think you look at his credentials and what he's done for this program and for the school, uh, man, that, that reads like an obvious hire. Like it's 20 year assistant coach, a college linebacker. Um, in fact, that's what I use for my lead. Like linebackers are clearly important to the Loyola culture. Um, right. you know, how sick was an NFL linebacker, um, you know, uh, an alumnus, um, and, um, clearly a leader because he's been in administration and, and recently kind of on the executive team the past couple of years. So uh, this is a guy who's a proven leader. They, they clearly believe in at the school um, and uh, with the football program. So um, he's a defensive um, guy. He coached on the D line for years and linebackers for years. So reading all that and reading, you know, seeing kind of his speech to the team and all that, I'm like, well, this guy looks like he fits the bill except for the six, what's he six, seven, my goodness, uh, that's going to be an intimidating interview. But anyway, um, um, I, I don't think the only reason, as I mentioned, I was surprised is because maybe I just overlooked him because he wasn't on the current staff. But I'm clearly a guy who um, has their credentials and uh, seems like, you know, they made a good choice. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, um, you know, talking with Boa. He he mentioned he got away from coaching in 2019 to you know, spend more time with his kids who are playing college football. And as, you know, Loyola fans know that, you know, Loyola plays half of its game, at least on Saturday at home. Um, that would kind of make it tough. And he took a new vice president uh, uh, job with the school as well. So um, he had to step away from coaching. But um, Halasek actually kind of came up to Bo and told him, like, hey, like, you should apply for this. I think you'd be really good at it. And uh, went from there. It was interesting talking to Genevieve Adley. She said there were – over or close to 70, 70 applicants um, in the state, out of the state, um, college coaches, high school coaches. Um, and uh, one of the bigger things that she mentioned was how everyone was drawn to Loyola because it is a national program. And a lot of people talked about that ESPN game to start last season, how they watch Loyola and how much of a program, you know, how a lot of people compared it to like a small college run program where you know, how everything was run and obviously watch Loyola win the state title. So um, there is a lot of interest for this job, Joe, obviously. Um, obviously, there comes a lot with it with what, you know, John was able to build during his time here at Loyola. But um, Bo was able to take that um, role and it'll be really exciting and interesting to see just how good, um, how much Bo was able to kind of keep up with what John was able to build here, which I know obviously is a really tough task. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously the standards are through the roof, um, you know, at, at the 8A level uh, or the higher levels, I should say, of um, IHSA classes, you don't, you don't see too many repeat 
you know, dynasty type teams uh, because of parody and because, you know, they might work their way around teams that you're familiar with, but back to backs don't happen very often. And, you know, three in a row, something like that. So the dynasty that kind of Holosek build of being in, uh, was it six or seven straight um, state championship games? Um, maybe yeah, it was four was straight same championship, seven straight finals, state semifinals. Anyway, yeah. whatever, whatever it was, just a crazy run um, that he had and, and going out on top with the state championship kind of leaves the biggest of shoes to fill, you know, uh, maybe with the, if he left with a semifinal, you know, <laughs> he could, uh, Bo would have something to aspire to, but now this, you know, the standards of state championship appearance, if not a title. And uh, I think that's what they expect. It's going to be interesting with all the guys graduating at at big positions for Loyola. See, now I'm getting pumped. Now I want to talk some football and who they're bringing back. But um, <laughs> he's obviously in a good place with that program from the, the long-term coaching staff that he's um, <clears throat> inheriting um, to uh, guys that, you know, just the the program, all the down the levels and how successful Loyola is and, and the school that really – uh, supports the football program and all of its athletics programs. Um, so uh, he's in a good spot, big shoes to fill, but um, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, and Bo, when I talked to him, mentioned that he would um, – he's not going to change too much about the program. Obviously, you don't change something that's not broken or anything like that, and uh, maybe some slight X's and O's change up here. But he said a lot of the coaches are going – or most, if not all, of the coaches are going to be coming back. Um, so that would be really interesting. And I forgot – um, this was really interesting as well. It didn't really occur to me that none of the players have, you know, played under Bo. Um, obviously, he left in 2019, so um, that so there's some familiarity with them. But I think there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, learning stuff as well. I know a lot of the guys probably have brothers who played under Bo, so they are a little familiar with there. But um, talking with Genevieve, she said the biggest reaction honestly came from the alumni who um, are really excited about the hiring. Um, you know, Bo obviously spent a lot of time with the school as a player and as a coach. So um, it seems like uh, it was a really well-received uh, hiring by uh, the loyal administration. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, and a lot of uh, people on that search committee, and I think we're very no Bo and the person he is. So um, I think they're pumped about it for sure, like you said. All right. Well, we'll still obviously talk more about football later on, but wanted to obviously get you guys the insight. Make sure you check out the stories um, at the recordnorthshore.org for the latest stuff, not only for this hiring, but also for uh, state hockey. All right. In the second quarter, we are joined by Nutrier uh, Green Forward. Landon Douthat is going to join us now here in the second period, quarter, whatever you want to call it. I'm getting my hockey uh, quarters and periods messed up, but uh, Landon is going to join us after obviously winning a state title with Nutrier Green. Um, he got a chance to uh, catch up with Mike Clark after um, winning a state title. Um, Joe, what do you think uh, folks at home are going to hear? Well, we're just going to hear Landon scored the first goal um, to get Nutria on the board in the second period, I think. Um, he was also – he's a senior, so he's been with them for a while. So you're just going to kind of hear what his thoughts on, on Green getting a title back and, um, you know, how they were able to do it. All right, let's have a listen. You know, it's a great feeling. It's something that we've been working hard for all year, just to finally come true. Um, with this team, I mean, I love every every single one of these guys. Just to go out there, play our hardest, and get the win is nothing to say. Obviously, it's a little bit more scoring than the previous games. How did it kind of feel like as it was developing? Did you kind of feel like, you know, 
Um, you know, for these big games, like the massive ones where the nerves are just off the charts, I feel like they just start out pretty low scoring. We had a game versus Loyola in the beginning of the year. It was really our first like massive game, especially for the new guys on the team. We won that one 1-0. One um, yeah, this one kind of felt similar to that first period. I know for myself, I didn't really feel my legs. Um, the ice felt weird, everything looked like wasn't falling for me. Um, but, you know, as we got back to the locker room, we're like, we need to win this, this is our game. Um, we came out there with more confidence and we were able to pull in with it. Drew played great. I mean, having a shutout was insane. So. Tell me about your goal. Um, Butler made a great block. I mean, he blocked the shot. We were going all shifts. I think we had like five shots that shift. Um, he slid it over to me and, you know, I have experience on that goalie going five holes, so I knew that I was going to do that before the game. I kind of knew that was my spot. I just put it there. Just kind of tapped it in, huh? Yeah. Kind of like a pass. Not some big slash or goal, but one you'll always remember. Yeah, yeah, something I'll always remember. It's, it's a great feeling. Uh, you've been in a lot of big games, but I mean, you know, every time you play a state championship game, does that, you know, are there some nerves? I mean, I thought coming into the game, I'm like, I, I felt confident. I'm like, I'm not going to be nervous at all. Except other guys, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. But this first couple of shifts, I thought to myself, like, geez, I'm out of breath in like 10 seconds. That shouldn't be happening. I think it was just the nerves getting to me. You know, um, it was really the first period intermission that helped us be able to kind of collect ourselves. Here. The nerves are out. Let's go out there and play our game. No, we just did that. Thank you. Well, to be honest, it's, it's more of an expectation that we win state every year. So, like, coming to the locker room, the first thing we tell the new guys, um, we've not returned this year, and the first thing we tell the new guys is, and hey, the expectations that we're at the United Center on the winning that state championship. You know, we didn't do it last year. It's something that we really wanted. Um, didn't go for, go well for us. We had to come back three goals and end up losing all the time divider. Um, but this year we were able to do it, and it, it feels great. Thanks so much for joining us, Landon. And thank you, as always, to all the players and coaches who join us each and every week. Always appreciate everybody's insight. And with the move to the third quarter, that means we are officially done with the winter season. Uh, Going to hit on spring now, so obviously it was a great winter season. But uh, let's jump on over now to the third quarter where we play way or no way, our weekly guessing game where I throw out five propositions. And Joe and I argue or agree whether they can happen away or no way they cannot happen. Um, we're going to hit on some sports that we didn't get a chance to talk about last week um, since there are a million spring sports. That will be a problem to touch on new sports. Um, and we're going to start things off here with Nutrier uh, boys water polo. Joe, obviously, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, a successful season last year uh, for the Trevians. So, I mean, way or no way you think they can repeat as, as state champs this season? I think way. I think they've got all the pieces and they've got um... – Arguably the best player in the state, Noah Went, um, an All-America type player. Um, they, yeah, they got the pieces still. Now a lot of youth behind Noah, but <clears throat> I think they all, you know, the, a lot of those youngsters learn from see, watching a state championship team what it looks like, and they got the pedigree. I think they're, I think they're poised and they're they're placed in good position to do it again. So I'll say way. Yeah, I'll go with way here as well. I don't. I don't think it'll be easy just based on the opponents, obviously that they'll have to play. There's a lot of good water polo talent um, in the Western suburbs in the Northern suburbs as well. Um, so I think there are some really good teams in the area. So I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk and um, a guarantee that the Trevians are going to win um, back-to-back state titles by doing that they have the town, like you mentioned, they have the experience. Um, and I think that that's going to be a big thing 
uh, for the Trevians this season. So I'm definitely going with the way there as well. All right, Loyola boys volleyball. Joe last season finished uh, with the regional final loss. Way or no way you think the Ramblers can have a rebound season this year and advance further in the playoffs? I do. You know, Loyola racks up the wins. They do it every year. Um, they did last year, but you know they didn't. They didn't get to where they wanted to be in the state finals. But it was a young team, um, so I think they're up and coming, um, and I think they've got some pieces here that are going to be really special. So. They're off to a 2-0 start, so I do think – I forgot what the question was exactly. Uh, way or no way that they'll advance further in the playoffs? Uh, I'll say way. I say they get a regional title at least this year. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that they have the potential to uh, make a regional title. Um, they should be able to win it. I think they have the, they have good talent on that team. Um, I obviously, I don't think that team competed at the level that it wanted to last season, but um, I, I think that they can uh, – I don't know if redeem is the right word, but, you know, just kind of get to a higher level this year and make it deeper into postseason. So I'm definitely going with the way. Uh, New Trier boys volleyball obviously had a very successful season last year. Uh, way or no way, Joe, you think that they can make it down to state? Uh, if I'm not wrong, they did last year. Uh, oh, yeah, they had that huge comeback win over GBN. I, I'm not sure if that was the sectional final. I think it was, uh, which got them to state. Uh, such a cool game there. Uh, they lost some pieces, some college bound pieces. Um, so I, man, um, that's such a, I know they go to state a lot, you know, state and volleyball is 18. So it's a little bigger than some others, but we got some good teams in the area, you know, GBN, um, GBS is usually puts up a good team. Um, Loyola being that sectional, uh, Evanston's a good team. Um, Man, uh, they do have maybe one of the best players in David Wolf. Um, he's a junior this year. He's very good. Um, I'll say, I'll say, I'll be optimistic. I'm a volleyball guy. Enjoy it. I'll say way. I think I'll go with way, and I think I'm going to answer it the same way that I answered my first question here with Nutra Boys Water Polo. And that I think that they can do it. I don't think it'll be easy. I think obviously they had momentum last year with beating GBN in the sectional final. Um, Downers Grove South obviously beat um, Nutria in the state quarterfinals last season. Um, but I think that this Nutria team has the talent and um, has some experience. Obviously, they'll bring in some new faces this year, but um, I think that they should be able to do it. And I, I think I'll, I'll go with the way. I'll be optimistic here. Um, and I, I'll go with the way. I think they can make it back uh, to the state finals tournament. All right, Joe, way or no way, uh, you think that Nutria softball, after a good season last year, uh, can take its next step this year. I think they're going to keep going with these steps. You know, it's one of those programs that had to be rebuilt. And um, I think at one point their participation, not just at Nutria, but kind of in the area uh, lowered a little bit. So they're building it back up and cultivating a program. And I think they're doing a good job. They had, they had more victory. I think each of the last couple of years, they've taken steps forward. So I think this is going to be another one. I'm going to see them. I think we're going to see them compete against some of uh some top area teams. Um, I don't know if it's the breakthrough year where we're, we're seeing another, you know, one of those um, 25 to 30 win teams, but I think it's going to be a good team. So um, I'll say way they, they move forward once again. I think that Nutrier, you know, can take the next step. I mean, they lost to Hersey 65 last year in uh, their opening, uh, you know, postseason game, but holding it close to that level, I think is exactly what needs to happen. And I think that, 
they can continue to build the program, like you said, and they'll be able to uh, take that next step and, you know, maybe compete for a regional final this year. And I think that'd be a big uh, boost for the program as it tries to kind of build up and kind of continue the growth that it's had over the past few years now. All right, Joe, final way or no way, uh, way, or, way or no way you think that new Cheer boys tennis can compete with the state's best this season? Yeah, I think they can. You know, they lost some guys um, from last year's second place runner up team. Um, but the cupboard is far from bare, as, as you could probably say, uh, every year with um, with Nutria Tennis. It's a very good team. Um, some guys are back. I'm trying to figure out who exactly. I know Matthew Plunkett, who was other top sing- singles entry. Uh, he was a senior. He's playing college uh, or he's competing in college tennis. Um, but we have plenty of other um, guys that are coming back from uh, Chris Ackerman, I believe, and uh, Caden Liu. Uh, those are two guys who who played really well at State. Uh, Stan Oakson is another one. So I think they're just going to kind of reload, if you will, and they'll be up there. But the past couple of years, it's really been a Hinsdale Central show at the uh, State Tennis Finals. So I'm not sure if a first place is in their future, but I think another trophy is. Yeah, I'll go with Way. I think they can compete with the state's best, and that's exactly who it is, like Hinsdale Central. I think – I don't know if I can say that they'll beat Hinsdale Central and kind of top them, but I do think that this team um, has the potential to, um, you know, kind of compete with the best and maybe get another second-place finisher. It definitely plays as a team, at least. So um, I'm definitely going with the Way there. I think that this Trevians team is talented like they usually are, and uh, I think they'll definitely be able to compete. All right, let's go on over now to the fourth quarter. Well, we'll hit on um, some brief sports uh, spring news. I know obviously the weather hasn't been great, but we've gotten some games in so far. Um, let's start with girls soccer. Joe Loyola started the season 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Um, They beat Burlington Central, lost to Glenbrook North 4-1, and then tied with Lane Tech. Um, Nutrier has started the season 2-0-1. They beat in uh, Warren and Niles West, and they tied with Prospect. Uh, both teams are in action tonight. Nutria are taking on St. Ignatius. This is Thursday night. And Loyola is taking on St. Charles North um, in the St. Charles East tournament. I think that's what the tournament is um, tonight on Thursday. So, um, Joe, basically from what I'm seeing is it seems like Loyola has decided to uh, really put a tough schedule, you know, to kind of start the season. And uh, Nutria has, you know, obviously started the season with some good couple wins. Yeah. Um, you know, they both play pretty tough schedules. They try to get in those, <clears throat> excuse me, play the area, top area teams before they get in the conference play. They also both play in um, some of the top tournaments in the state. They really get those in. So, um, you know, I think Nutria, they picked up, I think we talked about this last week, a regional title last year. I think they're going to try to get back to what they're, you know, all the state state appearances they've made over the past decade or, or decade and a half um, get back to that. Um, they've got some some players that uh, are coming back and super talented. So we'll see if they're able to do it. Uh, Loyola had, was pretty senior heavy. They had a, 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 a very impressive group last year. Um, um, and, I, you know, again, they, they've got players returning, but I think they have also have a lot of spots to fill. So. I don't know, it, you know, the the four one loss to GBN wasn't very encouraging. GBN a very good team, uh, but that's substantial. But we know this too. This weather stinks. Uh, March, man, what a tough month for for spring sports most years. 
and it's proven to be, I don't know if we're going to hit 50 degrees um, the rest of the month. Um, so it's pretty tough to get out there with the conditions. Um, I think that plays a factor in some of the results. So um, it's kind of yet to be seen. Uh, I'm excited to get out there and see these teams, uh, but uh, I might wait till the weather's a little warmer. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the weather conditions moving on to baseball. I know there have been a lot of cancellations, fields not ready, but uh, Loyola has actually gotten a good amount of games in so far. They're 2 1 and 1 to start the season. Um, they beat IC Catholic and Whitney Young, um, tied with Niles West, um, and lost to, lost to Brooks 10 to 9. So all of their uh, games have been pretty close. Um, Nutrier has started the season 2 and 0 uh, with a 6 to 2 win over Lane Tech on Tuesday. Um, and then a 12 to nothing win over Taft uh, yesterday on Wednesday. Um, what are your thoughts about the Ramblers and Trevians as they start the season? Yeah, getting games, and I love it. Um, <clears throat> you're going to see some kind of weird results or shortened games because of uh, at this time of the year, whether it's the weather or the uh, the light um, affects and impacts those games. So um, that's what you're seeing there. But um, two early wins for Nutrier Lane Tech, obviously always a pretty good team. Six to two, they they won that one in their opener. Um, picked up another one. So again, Nutrier. As we remember last year, what was their start last year? One in like seven. Yeah, it was a tough start. It was a really tough start for them. Um, they didn't play well. Uh, well, they didn't win ball games in the tournament. They went away to as well. I know that's coming up because their spring break. There it is. They I think they go to Arizona. Um, so they're going to get some good weather. Um, so that's good. So we'll see already two wins in the bag early on this season. Um, and and uh, they got another one on Saturday. They're going to get back out there. So um, like the start for Nutrier, just getting some wins on the board uh, has to be nice in these conditions. Uh, I know they got some guys that are really talented. They just didn't put it together last year. So some real, some, it's a lot of talent on that roster and, and getting the wins early could kind of put them in a good place mentally to, to kind of move on. So I like that and Loyola getting games in. I love that too in this tough weather. Uh, I think they, again, I don't know if they take a bit of a step backward, but again, they got a lot of talent. All right, Joe, any lasting thoughts before we say goodbye? Nope, nothing, uh, nothing too much. I just hope this weather turns so we can get out there and get you guys some more sports coverage, but if not water polo and volleyball are indoors. So we'll get you some of that soon. That is true. You can't uh, rain out those other than something crazy happening other than that. But <laughs> um, hopefully the weather warms up here as we move forward. Um, I've always had the theory that we had a very easy winter, so I'm scared about what that's going to mean for the spring and um, how uh, tough it's going to be. But hopefully it won't be that bad um, this season and we can get in the games. I think it was, I feel like we always do this every single year. Or like, was it last spring where it was like very bad where they couldn't do it? But I feel like last spring truly was like very bad where it felt like, Every day it was raining and every day, like they were just game cancellations and they were just never able to make it up. Like I feel a track didn't really compete until like the week before sectionals. Yeah. Yeah. We had a tough one. If I remember spring was tough into early May. Not good. Well, obviously hopefully I have better uh, stuff to talk about next week, you know, when it comes to spring sports, but obviously good to see uh, things get started pretty early here. Uh, so uh, that's uh, great to see as we head into some spring break action as well. But that's everything that we've got for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining. Uh, just a quick reminder that you can find the podcast anywhere the podcasts are available. Just make sure you check out the Varsity North, uh, Record North Shore 
and uh, give us a nice little subscribe, spread the word as well as your uh, freezing at those springs board events. Maybe um, our hot takes can warm you up um, as you uh, listen to our podcast while you're watching some spring sports. But uh, make sure you check out my stuff at the rec- at the Friday Night Drive. Uh, we've got some uh, good uh, stories about Bodesha obviously being hired, and uh, we've got recruiting notes coming together. So uh, we'll put that stuff together for you there. And uh, as always, make sure you check out therecordnorthshore.org, not only for your sporting needs, but also we got elections coming up, and Joe's got a great comprehensive guide over there. So make sure you check that out and everything else that he puts together um, or short areas. So for Joe and I, thanks so much for joining us this week, and we will talk to you guys down the road. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Varsity, a product of the record northshore.org, your nonprofit local newsroom.